Alright, welcome back to the Cycle 365. This is episode 3. It's your host, or your co-host actually, Simon Villanos. And I'm your other co-host, Jesse Boone. And today we're here to talk about the NFL and college football. If you haven't checked out our other podcast, check them out, give them a like, share it, do all that great stuff. This week on the Cycle 365, we're going to talk about college football and NFL mostly, just a recap of this last weekend. Sounds good? Yeah, week one. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. So, first game that we're going to cover, the first game of the season, Packers and Bears in Soldier Field. What do you think about that game, Jesse? Well, it was pretty boring, to be honest. Um, The Bears did not look very good. (laughs) Packers looked decent, but still a pretty boring game. Oh, yeah. Do you think it's because they're both rusty? I would say that, yeah. I think... think by, by week three or four, both these teams should be going. That's fair. Good, and, and they should be running on full cylinders. Their offense should be moving around, and their defense should... I mean, their defense has played good. Yeah, that's true. The game, yeah. I think both true. the defense... It was definitely a defensive game. I don't think anyone crossed, like, the 40-yard line until the second quarter, even. Yeah, it took a while. Yeah. So <laughs> it took a while. I definitely think that their, uh, their defenses were ready to go, and the offense, I think, will hit their stride by week three or four. I mean, there's a lot to go through. So. Yeah, that's fair. Trubisky looked a little tough out there. Uh, so did Rodgers, but I felt like he was getting pressure, like, all day. So, but it is what it is. They'll get better. Really can't judge anything off of that game. So, moving on. Next, we're going to talk about the uh, Bills and the Jets. Ooh, Bills and Jets. Yeah. See, it was a close game, wasn't it? It, it was, was like a two-point or Buffalo one point. came back and won 17-16. Okay. Uh, the Jets were winning the whole, the whole game, basically. So, um, I really only saw Colin Coward's tweet. <laughs> he was, like, praising Sam Darnold and all of that. And then... You know, and then the Bills won. So, yeah. is there really anything here to talk about? I mean, I mean, I think I think you talk about Josh Allen is uh, that whole team. The Bills team is gonna ride on Josh Allen. Yeah, he was definitely had an up and down game. Yeah. First half, he threw two picks and, and fumbled the ball, and it just looked like, well, what is he doing? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but then in the second second half, he turned it on and scored two touchdowns, and they came back and won. That's true. What do you think about this Jets team, like with Le'Veon Bell and you know? I mean, all I'm to be honest, I'm surprised that they lost. I really thought they were gonna win. I mean, Sam Darnold's still Sam Darnold. I don't, I don't think he's that's fair taking that step yet, but he could. But I think with Le'Veon Bell, they should have won this game first of all, and I think that they should win in the future with Le'Veon Bell. I think they're a very good team. But that their offense will be good. That's fair. That's fair. I think I don't know if you saw this, Simon, but today the Patriots traded. Demarius Thomas to the Jets, so oh, yeah. we'll, see, we'll see how that helps, if yeah. that helps at all, if that changes anything. See, the Jets, what I saw from that, the Jets are saying that they think DT is going to be a big, big acquisition, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, if you put DT on one side and then Robbie Anderson on the other side, like, get him going. that's the start of a very strong receiving core. Oh, yeah. I think, I don't know, I mean, I really don't want to look too much into that trade, well, we'll see. DT's definitely near the end of his career, but he might have a couple, you know, quality seasons in him. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think the only thing, other thing we can touch on there is uh, Devin Singletary made his his uh, NFL debut. Oh, really? He didn't get he didn't really get into the game until well, he he was in the game, but he didn't get his first touch until the second half. But gotcha. Okay. He made the most of it. Okay. He really did. Pull up his stats here. He had four carries for 70 yards. So I mean, wow. Yeah, he that's averaged solid. 17 yards a carry. So <laughs> no touchdowns though, or <laughs> no what? touchdowns. Okay, no touchdowns. Okay. He also had five receptions. So hey, that might... could be that could be the start of something. Yeah, it could be. It could be. They have uh, Frank, just Frank Gore, Frank Gore out there, right? He didn't do anything. Frank Gore ran the ball like twice, I think. Yeah. So I think I think that's Devin Singletary's job moving forward. So okay. All right. Look for that. Yeah, yeah. Keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that. All right. All right, so the next game, 
it wasn't as bad. I, the score doesn't look as bad as the game actually was, but it was the Rams and Panthers game. It was a close one, but the Rams pulled it off in Carolina, I believe, right? The Rams did, yeah. They, yep. they did win. Uh, I think it's solely the fact that Cam Newton did not play very well. Yeah, he looked... Uh, I, I'm gonna be honest. I think they rushed him a little bit. I would agree. Yeah, like just he didn't, he didn't look 100%. You know, Christian McCaffrey was basically doing everything. Yeah. You know, DJ Moore had some touches too, but and there's not a whole lot you could do. Hopefully, Cam gets better and all that. That's all you could really hope for. You know. Let's be honest. Just give Christian Ka Christian McCaffrey the ball to throw to. Like, he can do it all. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. <laughs> but hold up. Well, what about the Rams though? Because I heard Todd Gurley kind of struggled, didn't um, he? I, so he. I wouldn't say he struggled. I mean, he still had 14 carries for 97 yards. Yeah. Um, but he just didn't play very many snaps. Everyone was expecting Todd Gurley to play. I mean, obviously he still has his injury history, but right. But play more than he did. I think he played like 70% of the snaps. That's true, because Malcolm Brown got in there. I know he had two touchdowns. Yeah, so, he, so it looked like, from, from watching the game, it looked like Malcolm Brown's going to get the red zone touches. I don't think yeah. Todd Gurley's going to get the red zone touches that everyone thought he was. Like, he wasn't in there when when the Rams were in the Red Zone. That's true. It's, it's something to keep an eye on. Gurley's, you know, health has always been in question, or at least it's been in question like this last, I don't know, couple months, you know? Mm -hmm. So we'll have to see what happens with that. I think I think moving forward, what the Rams need to do is they need to get Jared Goff going. I mean, oh yeah. I watched the game and their game plan was, I don't think they ran more than five, five pass plays over 15 yeah. yards. Like, Jared Goff has an arm, let, let him throw it. Oh, yeah, for sure. He just got that extension, too, mm -hmm. so might as well, you know, try something with that. Like, I don't think they're going to go back to the Super Bowl with the idea that they're just going to pound whoever's, like, in front of them and run the ball a ton. Yeah. Like, I think you got to let Jared Goff go, and, you know, I think he could easily be, you know, a solid 300 yards a game guy with at least two touchdowns. Well, yeah, he has good receivers around him. Oh, yeah. He has good, good people catching the ball, so. It should happen, but yeah. another thing to keep an eye on. All right, so... The last game we're going to cover for this segment is the Bengals and Seahawks game. I thought it was pretty entertaining. It was definitely more entertaining than Niners and Tampa Bay. And to be honest, we don't really need to talk about that game. Jimmy G struggled. You know, Tampa Bay looked like Tampa Bay. Like, it is what it is. We'll move on from that. I think, I mean, it was a fun game to watch. Everyone thought that the, the Bengals-Seahawks game wasn't even that good. Thing. Everyone thought that yeah. Russell Wilson was going to take the game and, I mean, just put the Cincinnati Bengals down. But Andy Dalton and on the on the back of, you know, still in development John Ross, <laughs> went, he went off. Oh, yeah. He had 158 yards and two touchdowns. There is some, if you've seen those highlights, he made some nifty moves out there, too. Yeah. Like, the they same, weren't just burners. At the same time, you got to realize, though, that he did... He still is working. Like he's still, like I said, a work in progress. Right. He uh, he dropped an easy pass across the middle. It uh -huh. just bounced right out of his hands. Yeah, but you know he is coming off of uh, a uh, pretty injury-riddled I mean, first couple of seasons, right? You yeah. know he missed the whole. I don't know if he missed the whole first season, but he missed the majority of it. So he's kind of getting into his rhythm and all that. I think he'll be good. I really yeah. do think he'll he's be good. I mean, he's still speedy. He's one of the fastest guys in, in the league. So. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Oh, yeah. But, I, I, hey, I like the Bengals. DK Metcalf looked really good, too. Yeah. Yeah, he made some big-time plays. It was actually surprising. I was looking at the stats today, and um, only two receivers caught passes from Russell Wilson. Really? Game. It was Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. No, one, no other receiver recorded a reception. Wow. That's... 
that's something interesting. Like that going forward too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they're definitely running the ball a lot with Chris Carson. Well, I knew he, that. He looks good. So. Oh yeah, he looks great. The Seahawks. I I know what I said last week, but I think I'm gonna stick by that because. Wait, did they win this game even? Or the Seahawks won. Oh, they won. They won. Okay, they, well they won, they won 20, it by one 21 point. Twenty-one to twenty. Yeah, they won twenty-one to twenty. We'll see. I mean, it's the Bengals. They're not. They're gonna give some people some fits, but I still think those two teams will end where you know we predicted them to be. So yeah. Okay. All right, y'all. So that's the end of this first segment. We're gonna cover the rest of the games coming up pretty soon. Alright, welcome back to episode 3 of The Cycle. We're talking college football, or well, sorry, we're talking NFL football, but we will talk college football later. So we're going to go through the rest of the games, just give our opinions on it, you know, and uh, just go over the big headlines. So what do we got next? Uh, next game we got the Minnesota Vikings and the Atlanta Falcons. Ooh, okay. So this game, wasn't it like a blowout pretty much? It was a blowout until the I mean... Finally, Atlanta in like the fourth quarter came back and scored some points, but <laughs> but I mean, the Vikings' defense looked nasty. Oh yeah, oh, they yeah. they were giving up absolutely nothing throughout the whole game. Matt Ryan, one of the, one of the top tier quarterbacks right now. Oh, he was shut down most of the game. That's he true. Threw, threw two picks. It's just it was not Matt Ryan's not Matt Ryan's stats and not Matt That's Ryan true. like what it, what it normally looks like. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think with Atlanta, you also got to think about. They need to figure out what's going to go on with their running back situation. Freeman fumbled the ball early. Right. They didn't give him any more touches the rest of the game, really. I thought that wasn't smart. Not at all, because yeah. then they brought in Ito Smith, who did what? less. Yeah, he did less. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so Devontae Freeman should be getting the ball. And, like, <laughs> from a fantasy standpoint, I have Devontae Freeman, so I was really mad that, like, they... Oh, they did they even give him double-digit carries? No, no, he had... He had eight carries for 19 yards. <laughs> you gotta give him the ball at least 20 times. I feel. Oh yeah, and he can also he can also catch the ball out of exactly. the backfield. So I mean, like you need to get him in there. I know he fumbled once, but he also hasn't played in a full year. Oh yeah, well, so, a little bit over a year. Yeah, so give him a few touches to get back into the game. You know, he'll be fine. <sighs> yeah, I think the Falcons definitely have some things to figure out. Yeah, their play calling wasn't the best either. I still think they have a very talented offense that'll get going oh, yeah. and, and they'll be all right. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. One of those picks, sorry, one ahead. of those picks that Matt Ryan made, I remember it because I was watching it live. <laughs> they were right at the goal line, right? And I think they could have scored to make it a little bit closer, so it was still a manageable game. But he, it was a terrible pick. Like, this guy was, like, running away, and then he kind of just threw it up into the end zone. But it was into like quadruple coverage, and it obviously got picked off. And that was like the worst decision you could possibly make, because it wasn't even like accurate either. And you don't really see why, like you'd think a veteran like that would make a better decision than to throw it up there, like in the end zone. And it wasn't even to Julio, it was to somebody else. Calvin Ridley, maybe? Mohamed Sanu? It, I, I, it wasn't Mohamed Sanu, it was probably Calvin, Calvin Ridley. Ridley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not, he's your, he's your big play, fast threat, he's not going to go yeah. but in the end zone. I thought that was interesting. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to look too much into it, but you know, Matt Ryan didn't look super sharp this game. Yeah, and I think one thing, just the last thing on touch on that game. Go on. Moving forward, if you remember last week, I said that the Vikings are my dark horse. Yeah. I think I think moving forward, you gotta still look at that and think about it. Like their defense is very good. They have good offensive weapons. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is a good 
game manager. He, uh, he had a clean game. Yeah, yeah. He did. And um, Dalvin Cook's ready to go. And I think I said he's oh, going to yeah. play the whole year. And I think he's going to have a monster year. And I think that's the team you got to watch for. Oh, yeah, for sure. I agree. I think the Vikings are going to be dangerous, especially after watching the Packers and Bears. Yeah. Like, seeing the Vikings ready to go right now, it's it's always a good indicator, right? Yeah. So, all right, next game. So, we're going to talk about the Tennessee Titans and the Cleveland Browns. Can I just start? Can I just start? Yeah, go for I it. You got this. I was very disappointed in the Browns <laughs> Mayfield. I was looking for, like, spectacular fireworks, and I just got a bump on a log. That's what I got. Bro, that was in Cleveland, too. That makes it worse. <laughs> oh, man. No, hey, I feel you. So, I what? I don't even remember what I said last week on the Browns. I think I said they'd still make the playoffs, but they're not going the division. Yeah, I said yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. But if I'm being honest, all this hype around the Browns. So, I realize I'm a Steelers fan, so, like, deep down, we'll get to the Steelers pretty soon. But deep down, like, I was, I was in denial that the Browns could be good. Because if they're good, then that means the Steelers are obviously or probably not making the playoffs, right? Or it will be tough to. And you know what? The Browns didn't fail me this time. Well, actually, no. They did fail me because I had Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham on my fantasy team, and I lost because my whole fantasy team did not score over 10 points. So that's great. Thanks, guys. Speaking of, speaking of OBJ, did you, did you see how he was wearing that, like, $150,000 watch in every game. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know about money, that. I wouldn't be wearing that in a game. Dude, I didn't even notice because it was kind of blended into it also, his club. Also, have you ever seen those Hello Kitty, like, little little kid ones it kind of looks like that yeah. I, don't it, I don't know how it's $150 Bro. dude no I agree but like you know black and orange instead though yeah I yeah. thought that was a weird move I don't like why though yeah there's no reason um I think the Titans like talk about the Titans too Derrick Henry might surprise some people I mean he looks good he looks good he looks fast yeah. he looks oh, like yeah. for how big he is he looks like he's gonna be ready to go Oh, yeah. I th they're running a lot of the same plays they did at Alabama here now in Tennessee. And I think that's big time, you know? Because Mariota, he's all right. He's not going to lose you a lot of games. Yeah, he's a consistent player. I mean, he threw three yeah. touchdowns. Oh, yeah, that's games. true. So, I mean, like, that's true. He, I would say he's a good game manager, and he's sure he's not going to do anything spectacular like Baker Mayfield should be doing. Yeah. But I do think that he he's a good quarterback. He can spread the ball. And I think with A.J. Brown, his, his rookie receiver there. He looked nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, that's Antonio Brown's cousin, right? No, that's that's the other one, that's Marquise Brown. Brown. Oh, Hollywood. That's, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get uh, to we that soon. Get to but uh, yeah, I think that's a young team, and their defense looks pretty pretty stout. Might be a team to look out for. Yeah, a, a flying yeah. under the radar team. That yeah. I mean, they made the playoffs last year, right? Was that uh, last no, year they're or two they're years a ago? game away from making the playoffs. I'm, so they okay. So they lost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they were close to. Yeah. They were right there, but they, they lost. Mm -hmm. So Okay, I think I think yeah. going forward what we gotta look for is uh see if the Titans can continue that that success Derrick Henry keep going. Yep. Uh Baker Mayfield can pick it up a little bit. Hopefully, because that was embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, that Browns line isn't good and like halfway through the game their starting left tackle, Greg Robinson, he got ejected because he did something really stupid, I'm pretty sure. I forgot what it was, which means it was probably something really stupid. Yeah. But anyways, Baker got sacked like six times. Yeah. You know, it's it's tough, you know, to get out there and try to, you have all these weapons, but like you can't block for the run. You can't, like you barely have time to pass it to people. Like I know Odo still got his catches. Jarvis made some plays, but man, it was tough out there, you know. Yeah. Like I think the Browns, they need to, hey, they got to toughen up, you know. 
You gotta toughen up. You gotta bounce back. That's it. You have too much talent on this team to lose. Yeah. So look forward to uh, Baker Mayfield being better. And hopefully, OBJ and his Hello Kitty watch. Watch. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So next game, we're gonna be talking about the Chiefs and Jaguars game. Honestly, really not much to look at here. Like everyone expected to the Chiefs to win, but there are some interesting injuries that happened this game. Right, yeah. Jesse? Yeah, um, Nick Foles broke his collarbone, needs surgery. Yep. So he's going to be out for the foreseeable future. Yeah, it which, might be this season. Yeah, it could be this season. Yeah. I, I personally think he'll get back by week 12-ish. Will it even matter then? Yeah, we'll see. It depends <laughs> upon how Gardner Minshew does. Ooh, okay. But, I mean, I personally have gone through a broken collarbone. Right. And they, it's like it seems bad. But it's really not that bad because yeah. they said I was going to be out for six weeks and by the fourth week it was healed and I was ready to go. I wasn't cleared to play, but I could have. Yeah. I was yeah. willing to go, ready to go. So That's not as bad as it could be. Yeah. yeah. I think a collarbone is, is a good thing if something's going to break. <laughs> see, but here's the thing though. Gardner Minshew looked good. I know. Gardner Minshew did look good. We'll, we'll have to see. Like, no one saw that coming. I think out of all of, the, <laughs> all of the quarterbacks drafted, he would be the last guy I would expect to... I wouldn't say the last guy, okay, but to step in right now and play that well, he played hard. I mean, he yeah. still threw a pick. No, but I, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. I like him. You know, he's he's kind of another guy that he will go into a game and he won't lose you a game. To be honest, like I don't think he's a starter, but he reminds me a lot of Ryan Fitzpatrick, someone who's smart. Mm -hmm. You know, someone who's smart and who make good plays, and he'll he'll have like runs where he's great. And then he'll have runs where it's like, good, good God, <laughs> we need some more help. Wait, so Sam, what you're telling me right now is the Fitz magic era is over and now it's Minshew magic? Ooh, okay, okay, I like that, I like that. Minshew magic, hey, maybe. We'll, we'll see. We'll but, see. you know, they did trade for Josh uh, Dobbs from the, my Steelers. Yeah, I don't so. think, I, don't, I think Gardner Minshew will continue to take that job and, and roll with it. Really? Mm -hmm, I do. I was I was pleasantly surprised at how, how well the Jaguars played. I was too, actually. Yeah. I was um, too. Besides, besides the little scuffle with uh, Miles Jack and having to get literally dragged off the field, like, come on, bro, you 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 threw a punch at a guy. You know you should leave. You got it's yeah. week one, bro. <laughs> Chill out. Yeah. <laughs> it's week one. You you'll be all right. Mm -hmm. Now I get that. I think I still don't think the Jaguars are gonna do a lot. This is definitely more of a rebuilding year. Mm -hmm. Whether they go with Minshew or you know back to Foles or even Josh Dobbs. Like I thought, Josh Dobbs was great in preseason. I was sad that we traded him, but it made sense, you know, get something out of him because I think he is a good prospect. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to take him some time to learn the playbook, but, you know, you got to remember, this is the guy that came out of college. He's the rocket scientist yeah. from U University of Tennessee. So yeah. we have to see with that. But I like Minshew. I like Dobbs. I think the Jaguars could definitely be in worse spots. Yeah, they have, they have a young, young core, and they're just going to move forward. Right. And the, the Chiefs, they just picked up where they left off. I mean... Basically, they did lose Tyreek Hill, though. Yeah, Tyreek Hill did get injured. I think he'll be out for at least three or four weeks, I think. Yeah, they're saying a couple weeks. Yeah. Do um, you think that will be a big a big deal? Watching Sammy Watkins play, I don't think so at all. I think, right. think they're going to be just fine. Okay. Because I think Sammy Watkins is finally, as me and Cody were talking about earlier this week, um, he's finally playing like the number one draft pick he was drafted to be. I did hear him in a post-game interview say that he finally knows the system well enough to play full speed. He says he wasn't playing full speed last year, so that's right. why he didn't do much. But now he knows the system. He's worked in it for a year. He has tr he has faith in Patrick Mahomes. They know each other. They have good chemistry, and now he's playing full speed. And so I think, I think he is still a force 
in the NFL. I think he's a good receiver, and I think he's going to fill in that role for Tyreek Hill while he's gone. I like that, actually. I think I think the you know the Chiefs will get by. They got some good players still over there. Mahomes is still there. This is a good win for them, you know, because the Jaguars low-key st- tried to rally. But anyways, moving on to the next game, we got the Colts and Chargers. This is what, it was a really fun game. It was. One of the best plays of the week. Oh, yeah. So I didn't want to count out the Colts so quick, but I know a lot of people did. What did you think about this game, Jesse? Yeah, the Colts presently surprised everybody, I think. I think people already have read off Jacoby Brissett. Yep. But he's a good quarterback, I think. Yeah. I think he knows what he's doing. He did learn for a few, like, a, what, a year and a half or so under Tom Andrew Brady. Luck. Or Tom Brady, yeah. Tom Brady and then Andrew Luck. So yeah. he's got the... He's got the people behind him. Right. And, I mean, he's still got a dangerous receiver in T.Y. Hilton. True, yeah. He um, showed off. Yeah, he did. He yeah. did. And Marlon Mack. I think Marlon Mack's going to have a great year as well. Yeah, he had like 175 yards and a touchdown, right? Or yeah, something like that? So yeah, 12, 25 carries for 174 yards and a touchdown. Hey, see, that's a workhorse right there. Mm-hmm. You got to feed this guy, you yeah. know? And he may not be the biggest guy, but he, he makes it work. Yeah, he'll go to work. And you still got a great line. You know, yeah. so you're in a good spot. And they have, they have, still have a good defense. I mean, like I said, the play of the week, like you see Malik, Malik Hooker? Oh, that one-handed yeah. snag in the, in the end zone? Dude, that was beautiful. <laughs> Malik nasty. Hooker, he's he's someone that I'm kind of looking to, like, you know, take another step forward because I really liked him out of college. Yeah. You know, so but I, I think, think he'll be good. I think, yeah, people were too quick to ride off this Indianapolis team. I think they won't make the playoffs, but I still think they're going to compete oh, in yeah. every game they play. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be another, it'll be a whole another conversation a year from now. Yeah. Once you know they all start gelling together and all that, because I I like this team. You know, I like Jacoby Brissett. I think too many people have been disrespecting him for no reason just because he's not Andrew Luck. But most people aren't Andrew Luck, so it is what it is. Is there anything to worry about with the Chargers here? Like, I don't think there's anything to worry about. I mean, Austin Eckler had a big game. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, the Chargers did end up winning. Yep. 30-24. But Austin Eckler showed up and showed out. I mean, that's what he was supposed to do. And absence of Melvin Gordon, like, they didn't lose a step. The offense did not lose a step with Austin Eckler in there. Oh, yeah. This was a good Colts team, too. Don't yeah. be fooled. It was a good team. So, good win all around. I think the Colts will learn from this, move on. It will be a learning experience. All, all right. right. Yeah. Our next game. <laughs> sorry, Simon. I'm really sorry. I'll take <laughs> on this one because I know it's... it's Go for Heart it. on your heart there. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Patriots and the Steelers. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> okay, here, I got to give a little bit. Shout out to my friend out here. But I went to the, my friend's house, and she's a hardcore Patriots fan. Like, all her family's from Boston, all that stuff. But she's a really close friend. I've known her since high school. But it was really hard <laughs> sitting through that whole game at her place and like I could, I could see out of the corner of my eye her smirking at me the whole time, cause we did not do it. The Steelers did not do anything. I shouldn't say we, cause I'm not even out there. Y'all, the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't do anything. Defense, y'all allowed 33 points. But okay, here let me backtrack a little bit. Let me backtrack. Let's talk about the Patriots first before we go into the Steelers. Let's talk about the good. So Tom Brady, what do you guys say? I mean, he's still Tom Brady, but at the same time, like, some of his throws were terrible. True. Like, he missed some wide-open receivers that he should easily hit as Tom Brady. But at the same time, for what he lacked, he made up for, obviously. Oh, yeah. And, um, I mean, got the great Patriots receivers. offense is going to be probably one of the best in the league when they get Antonio Brown. So, 
Yeah. So what do you think about AB going to the Patriots? Do you think it was rigged? I wouldn't say, I don't think it was rigged. I think, I think he definitely wants to be on a winning team. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. the Raiders, well, the Raiders didn't look bad in week one, but no, but I think he wants to be the star he is and be on the top and play with the best. But do you think it's rigged? I don't. I still don't think it's rigged. No. Okay. I think, I think he did have some influence in it, and definitely strived for it. But at the same point, like if it wasn't in the NFL's interest, it could be like I think it's in the NFL's. Interest. Like I think the NFL thinks it's going to bring in more money and like more fans and everything like that because right. like they could have stepped in at any moment and shut it down at any point if they wanted to. If it, you know, hypothetically, yeah. if it existed. Yeah. 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 So I think. Either one, it wasn't all planned and, and all like that, or two, it was planned and the NFL doesn't care. That's true. See, here's my thing, y'all. So if you haven't checked out my raw reaction to Antonio Brown getting released by the Raiders, check it out. On that same day, ironically, he did get picked up by the Patriots. But here's the thing. In that raw reaction, I did say that I believe Antonio Brown has a bad case of CTE. There's no... Okay, like, I know you're laughing, but like, there's no other... I mean... He yeah, has got blasted in the head a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, have you seen the list of incidents he's had in the NFL? Yeah, I saw. I, I did. Is like, I looked up the webpage and it had, like, no joke, probably 35 lines. Yep. <laughs> and all of those but one. And the one that happened before Vontas Burfick hit him dirty in those playoffs a little bit ago. In that incident, it was the one where he was trying to hurdle that kicker, but he kicked him in the face instead. <laughs> yeah, kicked him in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. That was the only incident, but you know that wasn't on purpose. Hey, but everything hunters, else. Hunters are people too. Okay, well, still, <laughs> it happens. You know, it's football. But anyways, the rest of those incidents happened pretty much exactly after the whole Vontas perfect hit. And that's kind of scary to look at because it's like one thing after another for almost two or three years, like including this year, obviously, and it doesn't look good. I, I'll i be honest, like a lot of football fans out there, I'm going to drop a truth bomb on y'all. So I think y'all want to believe that the Patriots, you know, tampered and AB set it up and he was a mastermind. AB's playing chess while everyone's playing checkers, that whole thing. I think y'all want to believe that because you don't want to face the reality that this Maybe guy. Be really good. Okay, that too. But that this guy, Antonio Brown, has a severe case of CTE, but nobody really cares because they just. because it's football. Yeah. And he's a diva. But we'll see. I, I have no way of proving it besides the list, but. I did hear that. He probably will not play this week because he's still in that offense, but oh, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Mm -hmm. Okay, so with the Pittsburgh Steelers, I I don't want to say we're in panic mode. They're I don't want to say... Mode. I know they're <laughs> in panic mode. I don't want to say I'm in panic mode, but there weren't yeah. really many positives to take away. Yeah, I mean, I think the play where the whole offense moved and the center sat there oh my god just sums up the whole game <laughs> i literally <laughs> like <clears throat> oh my god and then with juju Smith-Schuster, like at the end like i looked at the injury report today and the injury report said he stubbed his toe yeah i think he just didn't want to play the rest of that game well, i mean I it was either. it was two minutes left in the game and they were getting crushed but like there's no point yeah he well he, tomlin should have pulled him like, out i know but i feel like a lot of the steelers quit yeah, but I think that, that stems from, you know, coaching. Yeah. Yeah, just coaching. Like, I guess you could put it on Big Ben, but, like, I mean, 
this has been going on forever. Remember a couple years ago when the Bears weren't good yet and the Steelers lost to them? Even though they had like six chances to win. Like, I'll be honest, it's Mike Tomlin. I think he starts out, it's bad that he starts out these seasons so slow. Because it always hurts the Steelers. And, you know, the Roonies, they're a classic, you know, family and all that. A great organization. They run one of the premier in the league. Premier organizations of the league. But I think they're just too loyal. I think they're not going to do the, you know, do the thing that they should do and fire Mike Tomlin and that entire staff. Yeah. But it is what it is. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'll probably have more to say. Anyways. Anyway. Well, I think going forward from this game, <coughs> take what we've got to do is, overall, the Steelers need to be better. Yeah. And is anyone going to stop the Patriots? Are you asking me that question? No, it's just, it's just a rhetorical question that we all have to ask in the NFL. Is anyone going to stop the Patriots? Okay. This is definitely a Patriots team that I could see going 16-0. Yeah. If any. So. Alright. Alright. So, one of the last games that we're going to talk about. Yeah, the Detroit Lions and the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Somehow they tied. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so, Loki, we should talk about the whole overtime rules because I hate it yeah nobody actually likes those rules anyway no one wants a tie in football yeah there you shouldn't want a tie, be go play soccer or something facts no look, there shouldn't be a tie in any sports to be honest yeah. there really shouldn't <laughs> so for overtime rules they should just do college rules because i think that's that's I don't smart know about college rules i don't i don't know if i like the 25 going in really? i think college rules should be changed too but i think i think they should just continue to play until you have a winner Okay, that's fair. You can that's play fair. a normal game and then just go until there's a winner. So, like, what they do... It, well, see, but here's the thing, though. If you get the ball first and if you score, then the other team doesn't get a chance at all. What do you mean? You mean that in right now? Yeah. Yeah, so score. <laughs> well, okay, well, like, you have to get a stop, too. Okay, so well, then, like, well, then just play, play like, a five-minute... I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I like the college rules part. You could edit it a little bit so, like, make it's it, harder. Make it, just start to, like... Do them like they have a drive, but start them on their own 20-yard line instead of the op opposing 25-yard line going in. That's fair. Or even the 50-yard line. And then they'll have to match? Yeah. Okay, yeah. See, I like that. Anyways, let's go into the actual game. <laughs> yeah. Now, they tied, if you didn't know, 27-27. Yep, in overtime. Yeah, yep. in overtime. Kyler Murray's first game. Yeah. He looked pretty good, except for the fact that he got tackled by his own lineman. Yeah, I saw that too. It was in the first quarter. And so basically, Kyler was, he was, you know, he was moving around the pocket. Doing what a quarterback should do. Yeah. And then I don't know why, but the lineman turned around, his guard. Running. Yeah. And he, like, he could have done a lot of things, but instead he kind of chose to jump he over tried Kyler. To jump over Grant, I know Kyler is short, but he's not that short. Yeah, big man. You're, yeah. you're a lineman. You're a lineman. You should know. That could have ended a lot worse than Me it did. Me and Cody were talking about, talking the other day it would have been hilarious if that's how his career ended okay. game one just <laughs> land on by his offensive lineman oh my god over. out of all the things I yeah know. so after seeing that play i turned off the tv <laughs> for a while because they started getting down anyways and then the cardinals came back mm -hmm. pretty kyler led them back too it wasn't like david johnson popped off a couple runs like he, he did, did get he did have some runs. Okay, well, not like a touchdown run, because yeah. Kyler threw his first touchdown pass to David Johnson. Yeah. Nice little pass up the seam, and then it just started rolling from there. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I think Kyler showed that he can be a good quarterback. I think he's going to be good. Um, 
I think that Arizona should have won. I'm going to be honest. They dropped a pick yeah. in overtime with 30 seconds left in field goal range. It was a wide open it pick. It goes right through his hands and hit him in the face mask. But I think I think Kyle Murray is going to be fine. And I think that Arizona, granted, is the Lions. I don't know if they can win a bunch of other games. Like next week against the Ravens, they won't win. Probably not. But um, they'll still play good. Like, yeah. It'll be fun to watch them. Yeah, they'll put up points for sure. Yeah. This game definitely made me more of a believer in Kingsbury too. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he'll be good. I think for the the Lions, I think we see the emergence of T.J. Hawkinson as a tight end. I think. Oh yeah. I think that's gonna be really good because if you go back to when Matt Stafford and the Lions were were successful, it was with Eric Ebron as their tight end. Yep. And Matt Stafford loves to have that big receiver. tight end receiver that and safety outlet. Yeah. I mean, T.J. Hawkinson caught how many passes he caught. Cut like five six, or six. six passes for 131 yards and touchdown. Like that's big time. Like I would not be surprised if every time Matt Stafford drops back, he's looking in his direction at least at least on that at least once on the progression. Yep. Another waiver wire pick up there right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. I like I like Hawkins, Hawkinson. Obviously, both these teams are probably not going to make the playoffs. Well, I guess you still have the Cardinals making the playoffs. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> okay, we'll give see. Kyler Murray a few more games, and I think well, he'll get rolling. Well, see, Kyler's fine. Like, I think he looked good. He looked great, you know? And I, it's, it's hilarious because I got a lot of text messages from people saying, oh, you saw your boy Kyler, you saw your boy Kyler. And I'm like, well, first off, he's not my boy. But, yeah, like, I've, I've known that this dude's been confident, you know? Y'all, you remember what I said last podcast about him thinking he's better than Baker and Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He legit believes that. He, he'll never say that. You know, he'll never say that, but he believes that. Yeah. Anyways, it was a good debut for Kyler Murray, despite them tying. wasn't really his fault. I'll blame it on that corner. I don't even know his name. I'll blame it on the defense, too. Yeah. It could have been better. Mm-hmm. Again, we're going to talk about in this segment, Monday Night Football game last night, the Denver Broncos and the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, I'm sorry about this one. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah, you're um, It's the last game, the last game, Monday Night game, or I believe it's possibly the last Monday Night game that they're going to play in Oakland. Dang, that kind of sucks. <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest, I'm happy. I watched. I'm sitting there watching the game, and I see that baseball field. And I'm like, this is terrible. I hate them playing on a baseball field. Dude, did you see that one tweet? I'm trying to remember who. It was a running back. It was an old running back who tweeted it out. But he said, "All right, so if you want to know how it feels to like fall onto that sand or whatever, go out into the road." Run full speed and then like throw yourself into the concrete because that's how it feels. <laughs> I don't know about the concrete, but I can definitely see the gravel. Or sorry, gravel. Yeah. Well, say, it's still though. Like I feel like that hurts more because it's multiple different pieces of stone. Yeah, but, but you're not getting road rash. <laughs> okay, true. Anyways, <laughs> okay. it's not. It's overdue. Get rid of it. But yeah, yeah. so I'm happy they're, they're moving to Vegas. Oh yeah, same. It's about time. But anyways, so this game. Uh, what are your, as a Broncos fan, Jesse, what are your thoughts about this game? I think watching both sides of the ball, I don't think the Broncos are ready at all. Well, yeah. To play. Um, <laughs> okay. The defense, the defense did not look like the normal Bronco defense. Yeah. And their offense just looked lackadaisical. I mean, they went, you went out and got Josh, or Joe Flacco for, for a reason. Right. And in the times with they let him go. He looked good. Like he's he can throw the ball still. I think they when you go and get a talent like that, like you need to build drops around him and let him go. I had to think they were still running like a Case Keenum offense with Joe Flacco. Yeah. I think they need to run a Joe Flacco offense with Joe Flacco. 
That's fair. No, I understand that. He, I would be honest, he played pretty well. He did. He, didn't, he did not lose the game for the Broncos. I think... Well, he didn't win it for them either, obviously. Yeah, but I think if you watch the last drive, like, he marched down the field easy. Like... Okay. But, like, pass after pass, it was an easy drive completed by Emmanuel Sanders' touchdown. Like, I think that the pinch was there. They just need to let him go. It's the first week. They'll figure it out. We yeah. were talking about their OC, though. There's a little bit to worry Yeah, about I mean, me and, me and Cody were looking at the Broncos' OC last night, and he's never really been an NFL coach. So, like, yeah, and the places he has been aren't yeah, exactly he was, good. He was quality control for Oakland and Atlanta. Well, see, Oakland in 2009. Yeah, but, right? but quality control coach. So, like, yeah. he, like, so you didn't Kept the people do. back from the sidelines and like yeah. he didn't actually do anything. That's true. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, he was he was a coach for one other team, but Atlanta. No, that he was also quality control for Atlanta. There was one where he got like into it. And he was like co-quarterback coach or something like that. Oh, the 49ers. Yeah, the 49ers. But still, like, I'm not so on this guy. They should have got somebody better. Mm-hmm. I think I, I said this in the preseason reaction that I did on the Broncos. I felt like that coaching staff called some really weird offensive plays. Yeah, they, they did not look like they had a good offensive. But anyway, and then on the defensive side, I mean, Oakland's line is good. Yeah. But they just got steamrolled. The Broncos defense. Pretty much. Um, Josh Jacobs went off. Yeah, I think I personally think Isaac Yadam is not a good corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, He's been on the Broncos for, I think, two or three years now. And granted, he's not the starting corner. Bryce Callahan is injured. Yeah. And when you get him back, it'll be a lot different. But you could definitely tell watching the game that Derek Carr was targeting Isaac Adam every single play he dropped back. Oh, yeah, as he should. And then going back to the offensive line, like I don't think Derek Carr got touched once. I think the offensive line helped. They granted, did a great job. he did get the ball out very quickly on most plays. I mean, yeah, but they did, that line did a great yeah, job. Yeah. Improved a lot of improvements from last mm-hmm. year, so that's good. That's what you want to see as a Raiders fan. Yep, and I think going forward, something to look at out of this game is keep an eye on the Raiders. Like, oh yeah, if they play like that, they can they can compete. I think so. Yeah. I really like Derek Carr to Tyrell Williams. Yeah, that's that's a good. Point. I mean, I was talking to another friend of mine, Zach, today about <laughs> Tyler. We're like, poor Tyler Williams. He's having the game of his life, and all oh, yeah. the announcers are talking about is Antonio Brown. Like. I give the man some, some love. Oh, yeah. I think Tyrell Williams, you know, he could be a lot like what Marvin Jones Jr. was for the Lions these last couple yeah, years. Just a, a safety valve. Oh, yeah. Like, I think he's always going to be open. He'll all be there, and he'll always catch the ball. Yeah, he's a big guy, do, too. So yeah. there's some potential there. Anyways, that's the end of this segment. But we're going to hit on the bigger games coming up soon right after this break. All right, y'all. Welcome back to The Cycle, Episode 3, talking NFL football. Simon, I just got to tell you this. This breaking news just came in literally 26 minutes ago. Okay. Antonio Brown has been accused of sexual assault on his former trainer, Brittany Taylor, on three separate occasions, according to a lawsuit filed Tuesday in the South Florida District. Whoa. Well, okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Just came in right now. See, bro, I'm... I'm gonna be real, man. Y'all, y'all football fans want to hide the fact that he has a severe case of CTE, 
But you can't tell me that's not something that's way out- Like, if you talked to this dude five years ago, he wasn't like this, you know? I'm gonna just be real, like, I don't want to blame it on football and CT and all that, because obviously that's something I would never condone. Like, that's just a stupid choice, but he seemed like somebody who had a pretty good head on his shoulders, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And now he's just gone downhill. Do you think... So he's been accused, right? Yeah. So nothing that's like... Said. That's all it says. There's a lawsuit filed 25 minutes ago that, that he was sexually accused of, of his trainer. Okay, that could be a whole different topic, talking about sexually accusing of, of athletes and stuff like that. Yeah. But we'll have to see where that goes. But I just, just wanted to put it out there before we start this next section. Like, that just came in. Hold on. Well, what do you think about it? I, I think, while it's possible, I mean, I feel like nowadays, I mean, I hate to say this, but I feel like women are are just trying to do that to make a quick buck. See, I could see that. I that That's what sucks, though, because you never really know. Mm -hmm. Like, and you want to believe... You know these women because there are definitely some out there i i know a lot you know i'll just throw that out there but like see it's people that chase the money that ruins it for everybody uh -huh. well and at the same time like here's the thing that i always think about too is like why why now why at this time like obviously it didn't happen within this week because he's well, yeah. been in new england yeah because he's there so like now that all the popularity is on him the publicity is all over Antonio Brown, now she comes out with this. Like, if it happened, it happened in the past. Like, why didn't she come out with it right then? Oh, well, it would have happened in the past either way. Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah. like, why why come out with it now and not right when it happened? See, there's a lot of factors, like, yeah. going there. So I think we should see know. where it goes in the future, but it's something. put it out there. Yeah, it's something to keep an eye on. I, I'm not going to stand down from this whole Antonio Brown and CTE thing. I really don't think that he was like this a couple years ago, but... Anyways, let's get into our big games. So, first game of this segment, we're going to talk about the Ravens and Dolphins. So, uh, game. So, it was a, you know, it was a blowout. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it was a blowout, we'll just say that. But, there was a lot to take away from the Ravens. Actually, first off, with the Dolphins, they're terrible. They're tanking for Tua, or whoever. Half the team wants to leave. I That's mean, true. All of them asked for trades. It's a bad, it's a bad situation down there in Miami. Yeah, but if you're gonna tank, that's how you do it. Do you think? Do you think <laughs> well, Wait, okay. We know okay. no one was a tank, but. <laughs> well, yeah, but at the same time, I can see it. But do you think? Do you think all these people can get traded? I, I don't think so. Well, okay. But. I'm being honest. If you allow 56 points and you only scored 10, how 59, good? 59. Sorry, 59 points, even worse. And you allowed 10, or and you scored 10. How good could you possibly be? You think they're gonna give Josh Rosen a chance? You have to, right? Like, yeah. they're probably going to go with, you know, like we said, Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic is over. That's true. Minshew, Minshew Magic. Minshew Magic now. <laughs> yes, hey, recording that. Recording <laughs> oh, yeah. that. Right now. Oh, yeah. Patent it. Oh, yeah. Our saying. Hey, it's September 10th, 2019. <laughs> We're recording that right now. Minshew Magic. Yeah. Remember But, it. anyways, Fitzpatrick looked terrible. Yes. The defense looked terrible. All, all, all in all, Miami is terrible. Yeah, but right. let's talk let's about, talk about the, Ravens. the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that was fun. This is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lamar Jackson went off. I, I, yeah. I mean, everyone's freaking out about it. And, like, I heard, like, don't get too ahead of saying, like, he's the MVP already. But I think he could be the MVP. I think so, too. I really too. do. Yeah. I, I don't think that's an overreaction to, no. to this, like, like, it's a lot, like, he's a very talented player. He knows what he's doing. And, like, that's the caliber of athlete, athlete he is, what he showed. 
Right. He only ran it three times too. I know. He like he has definitely improved as a passer. Oh, He's yeah. still the exact same as a runner. Yeah. So I think he just got better. And I do believe that he could win the MVP this year. The NFL MVP. Oh yeah, I think so. Assuming he stays on track. Yeah. Well how about that boy Marquise Hollywood Brown though? Yeah. What about that guy? I he looked great. Receiver one, dude. Receiver one. Oh yeah. He looked great. If you haven't picked him up in fantasy, do it. You should do that now. Yeah, because he looked great. I know, and everyone wants to say, oh, it's the Dolphins' defense. They suck. They suck. But, like, I mean, first off, they're still NFL players, so they're better than you. And then second off, (laughs) (laughs) then second off, you know, it's, I mean, it's still pretty good, you know, because Marquise Brown, he's a rookie. Lamar Jackson is he's one year away. A rookie. Yeah, <laughs> he played yeah. what half, six games last year, so he's basically yeah. a rookie. Yeah, so this is his first full year. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's a lot to be excited for. If you're a Ravens fan, get hyped. You got yeah. Marquise Brown. This is, the hype is real. Oh yeah. Like, it's not just an overstatement. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're gonna be good. For sure. They got to because they yeah. got he looked great. Yeah. You know, and they obviously you know their numbers are inflated because it is the Dolphins, but like you could still cut those numbers in half it's and still he still, still has. Great. 175 passing yards and three touchdowns. So, like, he's still a, yep. a massive day. And no turnovers. Yeah. Um, I also think that they have the running back that they need to in that offense in, in Mark Ingram. Like, oh, yeah. That was Perfect. a massive signing. And Perfect. I think that offense is very well. I think their defense is going to be good still, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, the Ravens are going to be good. Uh, I don't know who they play this next week. This next week, let's see. I think they play... The Cardinals. They play the Cardinals. So that'll be a fun that shootout, should, but I still think they will take It should be an easy it. win. It should be. You know, it should be. But it'll be, hey, fun, it'll be fun to see Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray on the same team. It would, actually. It that, would. That's, it's it's going to be dope. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, oh, yeah. I think, well, I mean, Lamar Jackson, youngest player to have a perfect pass rating. Like, that's, that's true. Crazy. Yeah, hey, good for a running back, I mean, right? Even even <laughs> Robert Griffin III got in and threw a touchdown pass. He even got into the action. And if you didn't see it, they have this embrace on the sidelines where it's like, it looks like Robert Griffin's Lamar Jackson's dad, and Lamar Jackson is just like falling <laughs> in his hands, crying, like, yeah, we did it, oh dad. Oh my gosh. It's pretty funny. Hey, this <laughs> Ravens team out, is yeah. going to be dope. Yeah, yeah. Already. They're having fun, and they're going to be good. Yeah, it's a fun team to watch, so keep an eye on them. But moving yeah. forward, we got the Redskins and the Philadelphia Eagles game. This was a good one. Yeah, it was. The whole time, everyone thought that that... Redskins were going to pull it out. I mean, right? They went up by seventeen. They did. They did. Case Keenum looked like better than he was yeah. on the Broncos. What? <laughs> like Case <So>. Keenum. <laughs> that's, that's Case Keenum, and a bunch of receivers that nobody knows. <laughs> True. Yeah. Like, no one knows it. No one knows the receivers. True. But, but I guess they're forced to be reckoned with. Well, let's. They're they're going to challenge. You know what it is. I mean, it's the Philadelphia Eagles defense. Like they're decent defense. Yeah. So I mean, like you got to give them some credit like I mean yeah they're gonna be better than people think like everyone again like the Colts I think everyone just rode off Washington like no one really talked about him we'll have to see moving forward well I mean they lost Darius Geis he's doubtful with another knee injury wait oh well yeah it yeah. was a meniscus right yeah a meniscus so right. he's, he's gone and AP will have to step back in I didn't like how they made him inactive yeah I didn't like that but he, he's gonna be RB1 this week, so yeah. wants to see how see if he can continue to go. I'll be honest with this. Wa- before we move on with this Washington team, I don't know how many of these players really actually like Jay Gruden as a coach, <laughs> because I heard a lot of them were really mad that 
Adrian Peterson was made inactive right before the game. Yeah. And they kept saying that over and over, you know, during the game, and then after the game, it was still the same opinion, you know. So let's just keep an eye on that because yeah. Jay Gruden's he might be on the hot seat pretty soon here. You know, be hilarious. What? I just thought about it. What? What if the Gruden brothers meet in these schools? That's not gonna happen. <laughs> That'll never happen. Raiders, Raiders Redskins. <laughs> Ugh. I feel like that's already happened before, <laughs> but that's not gonna happen. It that's happened when the Hardball, bro Hardball, Hardball Brothers. Hardball Brothers? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> when I think of the Grudens, I think of the Ryans, like Robin Rex. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's not who right. I think of. All right. Anyway, let's move on to the, the Eagles. Um, okay. They were down, but they're a solid team. They they came back and, and well, yeah. I mean, Carson Wentz had a, a still a big day. No turnovers. Yep. How about Deshaun Jackson and his homecoming? homecoming? That was that was pretty sweet. Yeah. That was a great story. Two touchdowns and 150 <clears throat> yards. Like, oh man. Yeah, and then you saw Alshon Jeffrey ready to go. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, they're going to be a good team as well. They should continue to pound it out. Oh yeah, they'll. I'll be honest. They made me. They they made me waver in my faith in my own picks after watching them, but you know it is what it is. And speaking of my own picks. Let's talk about the my Super Bowl pick right here, or one of them at least, the Dallas Cowboys the against Giants. the New York Giants. We all knew what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, but I will say that I bet I think Dallas did do more than what everyone thought. Oh yeah, like their offense played really well. Mari Cooper first full year in that offense. He's gonna have a monster year. Oh yeah, Dak, Dak Prescott. 400 yards, four touchdowns? Yeah, he looked right? like, yeah, he, 405 yards and four touchdowns. He looked oh, like man. an NFL quarterback. Yeah, I, hey, Kellen Moore, he's doing yeah, stuff Kellen over Moore there. Yeah, Kellen Moore is a good, a good offensive coordinator. Yeah, granted it is week one and it's the Giants, so we'll have yeah. to see, but I like what I saw. I think I think that was a good move hiring him as the offensive coordinator because they've been together all of Dak's career. Like, oh, yeah. Kellen Moore was the backup there a few years, like two years ago when Dak was coming into the league and starting. That's true. So Kellen like, Moore is a smart guy, too. They already know each other and they know their talents and I think that's the move that Jason Garrett should have done like that's a great move right yeah after watching this game I was a lot more confident in my Super Bowl picks yeah <clears throat> here's another uh, so. fantasy fantasy waiver wire pickup Michael Gallup if you need looking for a receiver you think yeah oh yeah he was the leading receiver in that game he had okay. seven receptions well, for 158 yards I think he'll have a I'll say a breakout year I think you should still pick him up in fantasy, but you know, Amari Cooper's going to be that main guy, though. Oh, well, I'm not saying, I, I didn't say like a wide receiver one. I just said yeah. a waiver wire guy. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're yeah. right. He's yeah. going gonna to put up points. Yeah, hey, the CSU product, you mm -hmm. look good out there, you look good out there. Yeah, and then that just that whole Dallas offense looked as good ready as to any. go. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Zeke, Zeke's there, and the defense looked good. And yep gonna be a team i mean jason witten his homecoming got, got yeah too. <laughs> yeah hey i like that i think he needed a year to you know take a break yeah. i think that's what's gonna happen with gronk too low you think key. Gronk's gonna come back this year or next year he might come back i've been hearing some things <laughs> yeah, he might come back things. this year he might come back oh, this gosh, year that would be terrifying and terrible if he did but well that's what happened <laughs> we'll see and then they would definitely go 16 and up. oh yeah um, but hey cowboys look great I thought this was a really big game, uh, just because, you know, Dak, he really proved himself, because they didn't really run the ball a lot with Zeke, which is good, because he's been, Loki's been kind of, you know, putting on that mileage and whatnot, so, <clears throat> the fact that he only had 12 carries, but they still won by a lot, that's great, because that shows Dak is maturing, he's developing, hey, look out for the Cowboys, I know all of y'all, you know, y'all like to hate on the Cowboys, but this is a team, this is a team to look out for. 
And the Giants, they're just the Giants. They're in rebuilding mode. Yeah, I that's mean, they fine. still have some pieces to work around. Evan Ingram is a good pass catcher. He'll have a breakout year. Yeah, I think. Saquon Barkley's still Saquon Barkley. Yep. Uh, I, I still think Daniel Jones is, is on the horizon. He's It's coming. Yep. It's coming soon. Yep. But, hey. All right. Let's go to our last one. All right. So, our last game. And honestly, probably arguably the best, best game. game of the week, for sure. Oh, yeah. And there are a lot of good games. All right. So, the best game of the week. Easily. Yeah. yeah the Texans and the Saints. Yeah. So, there's a lot of blame going around, I feel, because, I don't know. Like, some people are really mad at the Texans and Bill O'Brien. So, they're mad at Bill O'Brien because they feel like, and you know, the Texans organization in general, they're mad at all of them just because they feel like that they're not really doing their best to surround Deshaun Watson with a great team. You know, but I'm being honest, like, you have a good team still. I do. Yeah. Um, it's they just, went out, they, they went lost. traded for, yeah, they just lost. Yeah. I mean, and they didn't lose, like, lost, lost. Like, they lost in a last second Will Lutz career long field goal. Like, yeah, 58 there's, yards. Yeah, there's nothing to oh, be man. sad about that. But like, like you said, I think I personally think that they should be mad. They like look at the two trades they made. They went out and got Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde. Both of them did well this yeah, game. Yeah, to trade uh, via trade to replace Lamar Miller, who is just okay. I think they upgraded yeah. in both both aspects. You still have DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller made an amazing catch in the game. Oh yeah, he went up over over the defender there, and I think he's still good. And then Kenny right. Stills. They brought in Kenny Stills. Like, yeah. He's a good receiver. <laughs> yeah, hey, we thought he caught the game-winning touchdown before Will Lutz hit that field goal. Yeah. But, I, I mean... Don't, I don't think I don't think the people have anything to be mad about with Bill O'Brien and the same. organization. I think they same. are just fine. I think people are still a little butthurt about them trading away Jadavian Clowney. I mean, I guess. But... I don't think it, he's necessary for them to win. Yeah, because Whitney Merciless, he stepped in there and yeah. he did great. So I know? think I think they have nothing to be worried about. I think oh, they're yeah. gonna I think they're gonna be good. I think they're gonna win in the future. I think they'll win next week. Yeah, I think both of these teams are really good teams. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if both of them made the Super Bowl. That'd be a fun one to watch. Too. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I really wouldn't be surprised. In, yeah, in one of my one of my mock seasons, I do have the Texans making the Super Bowl. Really? So. I could see that. Yeah. Especially, I, I feel like I'm more inclined to think that, too, because I felt like Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson both played really well. Mm -hmm. Like, they both look like yeah. they fit the system super well, despite both of them not being there for more than a month. Yeah, both of so. them over, had over 50 yards and 10 carries each. Mm -hmm. um, granted, Sean Watson had the only rushing touchdown in the game, but, right. I mean, you, that's going to happen <laughs> with Sean Watson. Yeah, yeah. Um, You'll live yeah. with that, though. You'll live with I that. I think that's a two-headed monster that could get it done. Oh, backfield. for sure. Yeah. I think both of these teams are really good. Uh, it was as good. It was a really good Monday night football game, mm -hmm. honestly. Like, as good as any game we could hope for. Yeah. That's all you could ask for. Yeah. yeah. Game. All right. So, that's all for this segment. Coming up, we're going to talk about college football. Just go over some key yeah. games. Quick rundown of the top, top four, maybe top five. Two few big games. And yeah. Talk about that. For sure. And welcome back to the third episode of The Cycle. So right now we're going to talk about college football. Go over this last weekend right here. And if y'all didn't know, we are recording this on September 10th. So it is the second week of college football. What's the first game we got lined up? Um, well, we're not really going to talk about a game. First. We're going to talk about Oklahoma. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, Oklahoma dropped out of the top four 
this week in the in the rankings. Yep. LSU moved in. We'll talk about LSU in a little bit, but I just want to touch on Oklahoma real fast. I I still think they should be a top four team. I think yeah. they will make it in the top four in season end. I think the only reason they got kicked out, if anyone's freaking out, the reason they got kicked out is because they beat South Dakota. Right. While LSU beat Texas, um, it's just a resume thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jalen Hurts didn't even play the whole game and still went off. Again, every single quarter, as he should. Yeah, every single quarterback got in and scored. Um, so I don't think there's any any worry here about them dropping out of the rankings, the top four rankings. They played South Dakota. They won 70-14. to 14. Right. They're going to be fine. Hey, I absolutely agree with that. I, I thought it was really cool that all the quarterbacks got to go in, especially their five-star quarterback they just got, Spencer Adler. He looked good. Mm-hmm. For a freshman, he looked good. Granted, it was South Dakota, but Oklahoma will be all right. You know, it's still, it's like week two, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. One other team I just want to touch on real fast before we get into the games is Maryland. Oh, yeah. Maryland moved into the top 25. Really? After destroying Syracuse, <laughs> 63 to 20. I oh watched the game gosh. for a little bit. It was not even close. Maryland had their way on both sides of the ball. Right. Um, I think I think I saw a stat that it was like, I saw a stat that within the first two games of the season, Maryland has put up the second most points ever in a team. Because they, they put up 63 this week, right? Right. And then last week against, or sorry, Maryland against Howard, I mean, granted, it's a D2, like a FCS goal, but they put right. up 79. So they set the record or second place for, in the first two weeks, most points scored. That's pretty, that's still impressive. Oh, yeah. They yeah. have a, a stellar offense and a oh, good yeah. defense, so. I kind of like Maryland. I don't I think do. they're going to do anything, but I like this no, team. It's just fun to, fun to watch a high-powered yeah, team yeah. do that. I think. I think yeah. they can give Michigan a run for their money. I think they can. Ooh. I think they can. Hey. We'll get into Michigan in a little bit. But yeah, yeah. Or so I think that, 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 that's it. I just wanted to tell you that nice. they, they went off. They did. Maryland did. And they moved they to did. the top 25. Syracuse did not show up at all. No. So And they're ranked. Yeah. So we'll see. But, hey, Maryland's up in there. All right, let's get into our first game here. So speaking of Michigan. Michigan and Army. So for some of y'all that saw this on our social media I was watching the Michigan Army game, and I was kind of putting it on our story. I think I really only put the missed field goal, and then the last, the very last play of that game, mm-hmm. when Army's quarterback he got sacked, he fumbled, he was attempting his like fourth pass of the game. <laughs> of the game, yeah, and, and you could just see it. It was really sad to watch. I thought Army was for sure gonna win it. I, I thought they should have won. Oh yeah, I do. I think they're the kicker almost. He almost won it. Yeah, he was just. What a few few yards off. It might have, to be honest, looking at it again, it might have been a foot. Okay. Like, and still though, but that's that's terrible. What I want to talk about in this game, first of all, is not that Army. Yes, Army should have won, but I don't really want to talk about Army. Like, they're just being Army. That's just who they are. Yeah. But what I really want to talk about is Michigan. Ooh, let's Michigan, go. Michigan is not looking that good. Like. Oh yeah. They have turned the ball over so many times. I'm not a believer in. I think. If we go back to, if you listen to podcast one and you hear Cody and Simon talk about in that poll of is, is John or uh, yeah, is Jim Harbaugh on the, on the hot seat? He is. He definitely is. I think Michigan needs to figure it out. I think Shea Patterson needs to hold on to the ball. They fumbled True. seven times in two games. Dang. Yeah. So I think like they need to figure out how to hold on to the ball. Otherwise they're going to get into games with even Maryland and they're not going to be able to keep up with them. I think Especially, Maryland could beat them. I do, I do. I definitely think Maryland could beat Michigan. I think they'll just outscore them. Oh, yeah. Um, I think if they get into a, an Ohio State game, Ohio State's going to put it to them. 
they're not going to win. No, they they, Michigan will not beat Ohio State. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so yeah, I just think that they need to. They have a lot of work to do if they want to make that the top four. I know Cody said that he's there. He's the outside looking in, but I just don't see it at the moment. I really don't either. I called it. So check out the first podcast if you didn't. But I did call it. I said I didn't trust Jim Harbaugh. I didn't trust Michigan. And I've already written them off, to be honest. Me too. Yeah. And I think that's fair. Also, y'all, I did the poll after the first podcast dropped. And 73% of y'all think that Jim Harbaugh should be on the hot seat. So should be. You guys are correct. Yeah. I mean, like, you gotta if you're getting paid that much, you got to get results. That means college football playoff appearances. Yeah. National championships, conference, conference championships, championships, which you, they haven't even done yet, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So that's embarrassing. Honestly, I think Mich- Michigan's going to fall pretty soon here. Really, they never. I really never thought they were that complete of a team. I think they're so up and down, and you know, this is a team that's just waiting to lose. I could see it. Yeah, I think once they get into conference play, it'll it'll be it'll be tough. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All, All right. right, yeah. Let's talk about this game now. We got uh, Texas A&M and Clemson, the number one team in. Nation. Yeah, so I thought this was going to be a close game. I really did. And then it wasn't because Kellen Mond, I I'm going to I'm going to rip into Kellen Mond right here because I legitimately thought he was I thought he was a top quarterback prospect, but he probably wouldn't have entered the draft this year. He probably would have went next year, but I still thought he was a good one and I thought he was somebody to look out for. But he God, he just looked terrible. He can't throw a crossing route. He can't throw a hitch route. He can't throw any short routes. And so if you can't throw a short route, then you definitely can't throw deep. And he didn't do that either, really. So he looked terrible. I think this this game came down to more of less Clemson playing well because Trevor Lawrence still struggled. Yeah. I think it was just the fact that Texas A&M didn't play good at all. Oh, yeah. So I mean, but they had chances though. That defense yeah. was making stops. I mean, going into this or uh, this week, they still have them ranked in the top top twenty. They're sixteen now. You think they should stay at sixteen? You still think that's a good spot for them? Do I think A and M should stay yeah, there? Yeah, A and M. I think for now it's a good spot. Maybe I'll, I'll be honest. I think Kellen Mond was the one who lost them that game. He looked terrible. He should have. It was a winnable game for them. I felt, mm-hmm. especially with the struggles of, of, Ty, of Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, yeah, yeah. But you know, he didn't step up. Honestly, he struggled to make easy throw, like wide open throws. It wasn't even reads. Like he was making the right read half the time at least, but the other half he wasn't even getting the ball there to his receiver. Like he'd throw it behind them or throw it really high or put his receivers in spots where they're about to get lit up. Like it was terrible. He played terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't know what happened, but he just looked terrible. And I'll be honest, like, maybe it's because (laughs) I really hoped that, you know, it would have been a good game and it wasn't. But to me, Kellen Mond, if he was to enter the draft at any time, whatever stock I had in him, you know, it probably just went down two or three rounds after watching that game. Yeah. All right. So I think just all inclusion, moving forward, Texas A&M wants to be good. Kelman needs to play better. Exactly. And Clemson, I think they got away with one. Trevor Lawrence didn't play well. They also need to play better. Yeah, they need to they need to improve. Trevor Lawrence, you gotta clean up your play. You gotta you know, you got you got guys there in T. Higgins and Justin Ross. Feed him. That's it. Yeah, because once Alabama comes around, 
better be ready to go. Oh, yeah. You know Alabama's waiting. Yep. All right. Let's talk about our last game here, Simon. Last game, college football game. LSU versus Texas. I know you're a Texas fan. Yeah. Yeah. How'd it go? So I lost my voice over this game. <laughs> and for those of y'all who don't know, uh, so the University of Texas is a college that I've always really wanted to go to, but then I moved to Colorado and a lot of things happened. And I still have friends who go to UT, you know, and I have a lot of connections with UT, so I'll always be a Longhorns fan at heart. <laughs> and, you know, hey, if there's an opportunity to go there, I will. So this one hurt, especially when we lost. And, man, we put up a fight. It was in Austin. The crowd was going. It was college it was game day. It was still a great game. Like, yeah. I don't think either team, either team played bad. I it was mean, one of the edged it out. Oh yeah, it was one of the best football games at all of, of this week. weekend. Yeah, of yeah. The weekend. yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I mean, both quarterbacks threw four touchdowns. Right. They both threw for over 400 yards. Oh yeah. Like it was a offensive gem. Like oh for sure. It was a fun game to watch. I think both teams played really well. I think moving forward, they're both still going to be very good. Yeah. Both of them. I think both of them will will have their shots at the playoff. Yeah, I don't um, think Texas is done yet. Oh, not at all. I think they're. I think they're going to be just fine. I think it was yeah. a tough game. I mean, LSU is the one that took, overtook Oklahoma in number four. Like, true. They're one of the top. They're one of the top teams in college football this year. Where did Texas drop? Texas. They only dropped a little bit. Let's let's. They dropped three spots. So they dropped from from nine to twelve. That's doable. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's one game. I still think they will. I think it it's going to come down to in the Big Twelve conference. Obviously, it's going to come down to Oklahoma. In Texas, yeah, um, I easily. think that's gonna be another good game. I couldn't tell you who's gonna win it. I think it it all depends upon who has the better day. True. Um, I think it go either way. I think Texas. If you're a Texas fan, and they and you're afraid or worried that this, I don't think I would caution from that. You don't need to. Um, they're gonna be just fine. Oh yeah. And they're gonna win moving forward in big ways. Yeah. See, this was disappointing. For me, it was just more disappointing because I felt like we could have beat them. We were right there. Obviously, LSU has a top five defense. Mm -hmm. They have a, you know, a potential top five draft pick in Grant Delpit. Yeah. Their safety. He'll be the first safety to go in the draft this year. Oh, easily. And then you have a potential first round corner this year. I don't, I don't remember his name. <laughs> For LSU, like they got some guys over there, and they're they're loaded. So mm -hmm. I'll just be honest. I thought it was more impressive that Sam Elling Ellinger. That Sam Ellinger went off against this LSU defense than Joe Burrow against Texas. I think they're both both moving forward. Both quarterbacks are in the Heisman Heisman race. I think they both look good. Quarterbacks are. They looked good, and I think all in all, Texas is going to be good. LSU is going to be good. Um, it was a great game. I hope to see it again. Yeah, I, I really do. I don't know if we'll see it again, but the chances maybe there. next year I don't know but. yeah maybe next year here yeah. but even maybe, maybe even this year we'll see I think there might be a scenario where LSU and Texas both make the playoffs but okay. that would involve Alabama and Georgia both losing mm -hmm. which I don't think Alabama will I think Georgia can lose yeah Georgia's not as good as everyone thought but I don't think Alabama will lose I definitely could see LSU in Texas playing in a game like the Sugar Bowl or like one of the other big New Year's Six Bowls. Yep. Um, that's not the playoff if they don't make it. And I think that would be a big game that everyone would want to see. I'm sure. That. Hey, I agree. I think this was just a great game altogether. As a Texas fan, I'm heartbroken. Even as a Steelers fan, I'm heartbroken too. It was a tough week of football, <laughs> but at the same time, as a football fan, you got to be happy because football is back, baby. Yeah, it is. It is. In full wasn't, swing. Wasn't as sad a week for me, Simon? 
Broncos lost, yes, but my bus pulled it out, no tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. You know, it, hey, it was a great weekend of football. You know, we're looking forward to the season and covering this whole season with y'all for college and NFL. But anyways, this is Simon Villanos. I'm Jesse Booten. And we're signing off. Thank you for listening to the Cycle 365. Follow us on social media and show us some love. Peace. Hey, if you love our podcast, can't get enough football, want some more, take a look at these few videos that we, we uh, thought of. If you uh, like funny things, awesome things, maybe if you're into gross things, check out these videos and enjoy.